Hello, and welcome to another episode of Myths and Stories, a Destiny 2 lore podcast. Tonight, we are finishing out our higher level overarching series of the Brays uh, with the final piece of the Bray puzzle, and that is Elsie Bray, the Exo Stranger. Uh, we've talked about her a little bit uh, in some of the other entries uh, because obviously she was very close with both of her sisters uh, and her grandfather. Uh, we talked about how uh, she was a brilliant engineer. She helped design and build uh, the first Sparrows, uh, the Eon Drives, used for jump ships. Uh, she even built her own jump ship, the Shadow Trespass, which is this really crazy one. Um, she built... Uh, all sorts of different things, went to go work for her grandfather uh, out on Europa, uh, where she eventually became the first successful EXO. Uh, then afterwards, she went around, you know, kind of reintroducing herself to all of her family members as this <laughs> metal body Elsie. Uh, came back to her, came back to her grandfather um, because she had found out that there's this dark thing happening and came to blow up Morningstar, the orbital station, and he kills her, resets her. She doesn't know this. She eventually finds out uh, about the time uh, she finds out. Uh, Banshee becomes a thing. <laughs> Clovis activates uh, Banshee, which is himself. Uh, and the Banshee and Elsie go fight off the invasion of... Uh, Vex that are pouring through the Vex portal in Europa, eventually drive them back after so many, so many resets, uh, presumably at least 43, right? Because Banshee's 44? Yep. That, that's yeah. the assumption so, anyway. It's pre presumably 44 <laughs> resets worth of, of going through. <laughs> uh, finally, to fend them off, and then that's kind of like the last we hear of Elsie for a very, very long time, um, at least as far as like what we know of her, the next time we see her or interact with her is D1. And she's just the exo stranger who gives us a bunch of weird, crazy info that we're like, what the fuck do I do with that? <laughs> <laughs> and just walks away. And we're like, what the hell was that? <laughs> it's she's her character. Uh, as far as destiny goes, has been a very confusing character. And it's because she is different. She has this ability to time travel in a sense. And I'm and I say in a sense, we're gonna kind of again, the mechanics of it are confusing AF, uh, to put it light. Um, but we're gonna go over the mechanics of it kind of later on in this little this little micro series within the bigger series. Uh, but she does have a series of books associated with her called The Dark Future. And it's it's all about kind of like what she experiences before she has to travel back in time and live through it again through another timeline. Uh, so, Myth, where are we starting this crazy journey with Elsie Bray? Yeah, so we are starting our journey with Elsie. Um, Actually, with somebody else <laughs> for for a quick moment. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, so we are actually... It's, we, it's not Clovis, right? We're not starting with Clovis. Not starting again, with Clovis we? again. He's, okay, good. <laughs> he's had his time in, in the limelight. Uh, but if the very brief description of Elsie's previous history up till this episode sounded interesting, 
you should go listen to our Clovis stuff because that's where all of that is explained in much more detail. Absolutely. Uh, but no, so Elsie's driving force throughout all of her uh, adventures um, is is not only to save everyone, save humanity in the last city and, and all of those things. Uh, and it's been alluded to in game that she has gone through this multiple times. She, she has a form of uh, returning to the past or um, hopping timelines to try and, to try and find one where she helps us win. Uh, but more so, or, or maybe equally as important to the survival of everybody is the survival of Anna. And we see that even in Season of the Seraph and, and whatnot. She has a deep need to protect her sister, even when her sister doesn't necessarily have an emotional connection to her in that particular timeline. And that that was something that we had talked about a lot, too. It's, it's, it's similar to Mara and Aldrin, or Mara and Crow, where one of them does have this connection because they've lived through the whole thing, be it Mara and Elsie, and the other half of that relationship doesn't really have... I, I, they, they have that connection, but it's not... I don't feel it's as deep uh, as Mara's and Elsie's, and that would be Anna's and uh, Crow's, because both of them have had their memory wiped. They've been right. raised as guardians and, and are now essentially immortal um, and, and have had to uh, kind of, like in the way of Anna, relearn her past yep. to learn that she's a Bray, to, to be reconnected with Elsie, uh, and then in the way of Crow, uh, handed all of his memories <laughs> by Sabathun. Uh, so yeah, so it's it's I, I I've always loved these connections that are bridging different time. I, I guess it is timelines, but it's it's more of different points of time. Whereas like uh, like like with Elsie, I mean this is the same Elsie. The Elsie that we see and we interact with in game has essentially been. Uh, the same Elsie since before the collapse, since the Golden Age, uh, which is kind of the same way with Mara. Mara is the same way where she's been the same person this whole time. There's never been a, a, a death and reset for them. Um, I mean, obviously, except for the, the exo resets with, with uh, uh, Elsie, but she has you know all of the data points there. She can just re-download it. So yeah, it's a uh, it's it's an interesting uh, relationship that that Elsie has with her with her sister Anna. Yeah. So what we're going to start with here is I uh, kind of a a prelude to the dark future lore book that's in game. Uh this is a chapter of the uh Destiny Physical Grimoire uh anthology volume 3. Uh, which is entitled War Machines, and is, as you might guess, uh, written specifically about Rasputin, Clovis, and, and all of the stuff that we've been going over in our, our mega series here. Uh, and there is a chapter within this grimoire entitled Lost Light. And the uh, it's, it is, as I said, kind of a prequel to the Dark Future lore book, but it focuses on Anna, whereas the Dark Future is from Elsie's point of view. So we're going to read through this and uh, take note that 
because this is part of dark, the Dark Future book, it is not our current timeline. So you're going to hear a couple things that make you go, wait a minute, that didn't happen, or that that's not how that went. Uh, and th- that's because this is a different time, a different way things could have gone. Uh, so without further ado, this is Lost Light. And it goes like this. It's colder here than I anticipated. Every time the wind hits, it tears through my skin and seizes my bones. It's a painful, terrible sensation. Coming here goes against every rational thought I've ever had, but I've been called. For months now, I've been hearing things, passing thoughts, signs, whispers, all leading me here. They get loudest when I'm trying to rest. Sleep eludes me. Feels like I'm going insane. I did my best to ignore them, brush them off, but nothing's working anymore. I finally started listening to them. I don't feel threatened, just intrigued. They're saying exactly what I want to hear. What's that old saying about curiosity? I have so many questions, and I feel like every last one of them leads me back to my family. Maybe some answers will provide me peace of mind. Maybe. I've searched for this place for so long. It is my birthright, after all. It's hard to grasp that I'm here, led by some unseen hand. The doors are twelve-inch thick steel, frozen shut. It'll take a bit to thaw them. But I've got Braytech equipment for every conundrum. I can't believe this place was a hotbed just a few years prior. The bombardment feels like ages ago at this point. With how crazy things got after, a quick scan confirms there's no sign of life, thankfully. Aramis and the rest were a disease, but she was nothing compared to the plague of corrupted guardians. I can't stand them. Not after the darkness tore us all apart. The ice is cracking. And I hear it now, louder and clearer than ever before. Excitement rushes through me and warms my body. I feel it also, some kind of sympathetic response. It's glad I'm here. It's time to get what I came for. Jinju spins in front of me, halting my grand entrance. I want you to know, I hate this. Noted, I say, and push her to the side. The place stinks. Rotting fallen bodies preserved in crystallized glaciers tell the tale of battles lost, false promises and failure. Main power seems to be out, so it'll be a long drop down the elevator shaft. The facility is mostly intact, and I'm in awe at the scale of it. Seeing where the Exos were born, where my grandfather perverted nature, I could be here for years and not uncover everything. I want to see more. I have to. There's a weight beginning to bear down on me the deeper I go, like the warmth of sleep creeping in, hypnotizing its way into my mind. I pass through a familiar doorway and I... 
I'm suddenly seeing myself as twelve years old again. I'm in a lab, surrounded by white coats, standing next to my grandfather. He's holding my hand firmly, and I'm counting the liver spots above his knuckles. They show his age and make me fear my own mortality. He's yelling at someone. The room clears. It's an exo. He's malfunctioning, shaking, missing parts and strapped to a bed. I remember this. I push through this invasion and make my way to the source, practically magnetized, further underground. I can't focus on anything other than it. The vision returns. You promised you'd keep her out. Promised. My father's voice comes from the machine. That's right. I sense Jinju trying to materialize in the now, but she can't. It's stopping her. Anastasia has a gift and has earned her place here. Besides, you have more pressing concerns, my grandfather said. He was so cold. It didn't work, I'm afraid. Your mind is breaking. Soon, there will be nothing left. You said would work. I said it could work. Nevertheless, this was a step in the right direction. Don't you agree, Anastasia? I nod. I'm not crying. I'm interested. Curious. An oddly similar outcome as the previous clinical trial despite a radically different combination of chemicals. You are not generating sufficient results to merit continuation, yet we must. Something is still missing, though what that is remains to be seen. Anna. Come. My father calls to me, but I don't move. I'm afraid he's too dangerous, my dear. Let us say our goodbyes. And I feel nothing. Is this who I was? Was I just like him? I wave, and Grandfather pats me on the head. He gives me a mint from his pocket. We're making our way out of the room, and all I can hear is metal gnawing and tearing as the doors close behind me. Uh, such is life, my dear. But not for much longer. We're going to fix that, you and I. And I smile at him. He loves me. He believes in me. It's been so long since my life, my real life, before the light. I had no idea. Everything I've tried to find out about myself has been covered up, redacted, and hidden from me. I thought I was a good person. I don't know what I am anymore. I see it fully now, with resounding clarity. It moves ethereally, seductively, like a dancer looking for a partner, and I accept. Tell me everything, I say. And that's the end of that reading. So, and, and again, this is 
albeit from a different timeline, these events that are being shown to her uh, have definitely happened in at, at least our current timeline. Yeah. Because uh, that's that's the death death of Clovis the second. Yes. Um, yeah. And and again, it's that it's I I think about that disconnect that we talked about. Um, Anna even here is looking at herself as a little kid, saying, "Is that me? Am, am I? Am I? Am I that heartless? Like, am I? Like, what little girl wouldn't want to comfort her dad on her on his deathbed? Like, it it's a." <sighs> It's it's a weird disconnect, and again, that's that's part of like the the whole resurrection of, of a guardian. Like, that's that, I think that's part of why it's kind of like that forbidden thing. Like Zavala and the Vanguard are like, you cannot go look into your past because it will not make sense, and it will confuse you, and you're super freaking powerful, and we don't want that to get out of hand. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of like little pieces there, but it, it's it's again, it's interesting to me here, like. She's she's seeing and reliving these memories and and thinking, you know, oh God, is that me? And like at the beginning when she talked about uh, um, uh, the dark guardians, uh, obviously we don't have dark guardians. <laughs> <laughs> we we have guardians that use darkness right now, but that's part of that. Like this is another timeline, or this is this is some other event that is happening in in some yeah. Again, dark future. I put that kind of in quotations because we don't know. Like this is this is a very interesting thing. But what's the? Uh, I don't know. Do you have any idea on this entity that's beckoning her and talking to her and showing her everything? So my inclination is because she describes this as the birthplace of the Exos. She's in the Deep Stone Crypt. Presumably, sure. uh, this is a timeline where we never went to the Deep Stone Crypt. I. Uh, we we never discovered it, or um, we killed Aramis and never never came back to Europa. Sure, because she even talks about Aramis there in the beginning, where she's right. like she was the Aramis was a plague, and so and and then the the frozen preserved bodies of the fallen. So the fallen have been here, but that's that's it. Like right, presumably they they've all died or whatever, and then that was it. So it, it, it assume I'm assuming this is the Deep Stone Crypt. She's the first person that's been there. Uh, and by that, by what we know is in there from doing the raid in our timeline, I'm assuming this is the darkness statue that is drawing her to it. Oh, because she even says clarity, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. It's tempting okay. her yep. with memories, which we now know is oh, the yeah. dark. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yep, I'm on board with this theory. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's kind of like the driving thing that drives, uh, I, I say the driving thing that drives Elsie, but every time Elsie and and we've noticed this in game two uh, throughout the Beyond Light campaign, uh, where she talks about like not wanting to to have her she she wants a a person a, an entity a something that can help guardians. Uh, use stasis because stasis is the darkness power. Whereas like Zvala wants to just ban it all completely. But Elsie has been through different timelines where she's seen things like the dark guardians where nobody had, nobody had any training or nobody had any type of like uh go-to person uh, to kind of help them through 
dealing with darkness powers, because obviously Guardians have only ever had light powers up until Beyond Light. Uh, and and so now she's she's worried about that. Like El- I know Elsie is, is worried about that um, because in, in so many timelines, she's had to do something that she didn't want to do. Yeah. And so presumably this uh, Lost Light is... Uh, again, kind of a a uh, prologue to the the dark future, um, and it, it shows to Anna that she can be tempted with the right information, and that you know we know that resurrecting a guardian seems to keep intact a, uh, their kind of core personality traits. Um, yeah, you know, Crow and Aldrin, Aldrin pre Garden act very similarly they're very kind of that uh charismatic um showboater but that takes responsibility for their actions as much as they can um yep and uh in the case of anna as we know her in our timeline she has a you know ferocious curiosity for uh, for her history and the technology around that. Um, and like, sometimes that gets her into trouble and yeah, and even said here, like, what's that, what's that thing about curiosity? Curiosity killed the cat. Uh, yeah. Curiosity and, killed the Anna Bray. <laughs> right. She's, she's <laughs> discovering through this, this memories of being gifted that, there's a piece of her personality once upon a time that was also pretty ruthless and was a little more like Clovis Bray than I think she wants to admit. Absolutely. Now there's a, an argument to be made of nature of nature versus nurture there, but we'll just yeah, keep, yeah. keep that in mind. <laughs> How much of this is genetic? <laughs> right. So with, with that, lore entry in mind we're going to go into the dark future book proper which is told uh from the perspective of elsie bray and uh the dark future is as it sounds a potential future and is one of the many that elsie has lived through but i think this might be the first i think this might be her original timeline that drove her to find ways to explore alternatives. So we're going to start off with chapter one titled the family line. And it goes like this. Another sleepless night. Not that I require sleep, but it helps me to feel normal. Whatever that is. I hear shuffling outside probably a rat scrounging for food. Good luck. I'm sick of always having to search for a safe place to rest, though everyone's displaced these days since the last city fell. I hear the noise again, louder. Someone is near. Before I have the chance to move, they're at the head of my cot, and I swing off the taut fabric, grab my weapon from the floor, and then roll across the room, blasting stasis at my assailant. They dodge it entirely, leaving my bed momentarily frozen in time. I fire off rounds, grazing their shoulder. Elsie, wait! No one calls me that. 
except her. The attacker removes her hood. She's changed, a bit worse for wear, but it's her. My stubborn sister. What were you thinking, Anna? Why did you attack me? You attacked me, not the other way around. It's been years since I've seen her. After the bombardment. Last family reunion didn't end well. A crimson line rolls down the length of her arm. You're wounded. It's nothing. I'll be fine. You're not fine. Where's that annoying gnat? Why isn't it fixing you? I said, it's nothing. Something's up. I stare through her until she offers an explanation. She's gone, Anna admits begrudgingly. Let's leave it at that. I'm not surprised to hear this. What are you doing here, Anna? I need you to teach me. Show me how to use stasis like you. You really understand how to control it. You're not corrupted like them. She sounds desperate. That's a bad sign. We have been over this. My answer remains no, I say. Anna is smart, but too easily led astray. It's a miracle she ended up how she did. I can't get involved. Every day I make it by the skin of my teeth, without the light, without the traveler, I'm a sitting dreg just waiting to be picked off. I have bigger concerns. Than family? She asks, trying to pull at my heartstrings. It won't work. I pick up my bag and head out the door. You're just going to leave? Fine. I'll find someone else to help me learn stasis, so I can take down Savathun. Are things really so bad for her that she has this death wish? You know what she did, Anna. Stasis won't save you. This is a suicide mission. There are others out there who are tired of living in fear, too. We can find them. Good. Go talk to them instead. Listen to me. We can attack with the light and the dark. Together. Or we can keep our heads low and move on. There's nowhere else to go. You want to run away? That's your choice. But I'm telling you, we can do this. She says and holds up a satchel, pulling a drive from it. We just need a little help. You have him? I ask in disbelief. What's left of him? The war mind. I guess he didn't vanish with Mars after all. There's power there, but this is still a foolish plan. Although Anna seems hell-bent on learning stasis, and with Rasputin, she'll do it. When she puts her mind to something, there's no stopping her. I always thought the best way to protect her was to stay away from her. If I push her away now, can I really say I'm doing it for her? Only trouble is, he's stuck on this drive. She said no, she says knowingly. He could use a new vessel. Anna smiles at me coyly, 
She knows exactly what to do and just how to bait me. And I cast out a million second thoughts. I can't let my sister get herself killed. Lead the way, I finally say. And that's the end of that chapter. So there's a few events here that are potentially familiar. Um, there's the there's the, and again I say potentially familiar because we are dealing with the dark future, and these are all this this entire timeline that's even being described in this entry is just a potential. Um, it talks about the last city falling, and it talks about Sabathun, uh, and beating down Sabathun, and and finally winning, and so. I'm reminding I'm reminded of the end of the Witch Queen campaign uh, when Savathun tried to pull the traveler in uh, to her throne world to, in her eyes, protect it, uh, and therefore stopping <laughs> stopping the darkness from winning. But then every guardian essentially loses their light. <laughs> so, right. not necessarily a good thing, good idea. But I mean, it's it's a way. It is a way to stop the witness. Um, and then of course, Anna is bleeding and she talked about her ghost being gone. So Anna is obviously lightless. Um, but Rasputin's still there. So Mars has had disappeared. So, I mean, there's, there's all these little bits that are like kind of familiar. Right. So again, it's, it's, it's that potential, right? Like what if Savathun had cut off the light? This is kind of where we'd be at. There's, there's chaos everywhere. There's no... There's no real knowing of what's kind of coming next, um, so yeah, it's 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 that I it's that unknown, it's that potential, and uh, throughout this entire entry, you know, Anna's just pleading with her, pleading pleading with her sister, hey, teach me stasis, teach me stasis, teach me stasis. Elsie, um, and and this is kind of going to be a theme throughout all of these different. Uh, uh, readings and presumably different timelines that we're going to read uh, throughout this this mini series. Anna doesn't want or Elsie doesn't want to do that. Elsie doesn't want Anna to learn stasis because and again looking at it from Anna's point of view, all the guardians that have tried to learn stasis have all gone dark. They've all gone rogue and and darkness has infected them essentially and they're they're bad guardians now. Um and the only non-guardian entity in this timeline uh, that is being described here that does have access to stasis is Elsie and it's not she, she hasn't been corrupted by it so it's it's again it's it's Elsie and in this first century we kind of see it here she kind of talks about it a little a little bit wants to just kind of like not interact with her sisters thinking that if I don't teach her stasis I can keep her safe in yeah. this timeline that's that's kind of like the main theme of if I don't expose Anna to darkness, Anna is safe, and that's that's that driving force that we were talking about uh, with Elsie throughout her kind of like her motivation of why she's doing what she's doing. Like at the end of the day, yeah, save humanity, save the world, save the universe. That's cool, fine and dandy. But at her core, it's save her sister. Yep, and that's I I really really like that. And so there are some other interesting things that are mentioned here um, that are perhaps unique to this timeline. Um, they mentioned this event, the bombardment. 
Uh, yeah. It was mentioned in the Lost Light chapter. It's mentioned again in this chapter of Dark Future. Uh, we don't have a clear picture of what that is. It may be explained later on in the book. Um, but based on the context clues we have available to us right now, I'm guessing that the bombardment was Clovis uh, having Morningstar crash into Europa, and that's what killed Aramis and presumably all the other fallen there. Sure. Yeah, uh, and I, 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 I'm, yeah that makes sense. I'm, I'm making that uh, that guess based on the fact that Elsie has kind of like is said, you know, since the bombardment, we haven't seen each other. It was a bad family reunion. I uh, <laughs> kind of makes me think that that's the case. And also the fact that Anna entered the Deepstone Crypt in uh, the the prelude chapter, and there's no mention of Clovis Bray reaching out to right. her in any way. So right. she. The Europa might not, there might not be all that much left of Europa at this point. <laughs> I think you're right. I think that because I, I, in my head, I was thinking the bombardment dealt with the last city, but I think you're right in this aspect of the bombardment was definitely, again, looking at these two lore entries together, looks like Aramis, Aramis comes in, uh, had gotten a hold of like because we know during the Beyond Light campaign, Aramis was trying to make exos and she, she, succeeded like uh uh atrax uh the second boss of deepstone crypt is an exo yeah um presumably the only fallen exo ever as far as we know except for except for tanix what do we call him at the end uh tanix drone bot i don't i don't know tanix shanks shanix Tanksis. Um uh yeah, so I mean so presumably she broke in, actually got the, the cryopod open and, and got it got it working and everything and started to try to make Exo um uh Elixney, and in the eyes of Close of Prey, that's a no, you can't do that. That's a that's a perversion of the, the legacy of, of Clovis Bray and no. And so then I think you're right in the in the idea that Clovis was like, oh well, activate Morningstar, yeah. blow it up, and blow up all of Deepstone's crypt. So yeah. Now the the other possibility is kind of what I think you were thinking originally, and that is Savathun succeeded in squirreling the traveler away, and there was nothing to protect the city when the witness showed up, and yep. the bombardment is essentially the second collapse. Yep. So I could see it going either way. I'm leaning a little more towards Clovis. Yep, I like both ideas. Um, and who's to say that both aren't right? Because right, like, yeah. if if the if Savathun had done her thing, like, yeah, there's there's there would have been no stopping any darkness getting into the system. Like, if 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 the traveler had been sealed away, we would not be able to use the light. And therefore, we wouldn't have any way of doing anything of even, like, remotely trying to stop what's happening. Even though Witness still kind of won in in Lightfall. But we'll get more answers about that next season, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, eventually, 
Elsie relents and says, okay, fine. If you're going to go on a suicide mission, I'll at least try and prevent you from killing yourself. And uh, that brings us into chapter two of The Dark Future. And that one goes like this. Stay ready. We don't know what's in there. Anna says, standing in front of the entrance to the deep stone crypt. We make our way through the war-torn lab. Aramis's siege before the bombardment sure left its mark on the place. She found darkness here and helped spread it like a plague on the world. Clovis almost did the same in his time. If I remember right, we have a long drop ahead of us. You better hang on to me, I say. She wraps her arms over my shoulders, and it's the first time I've been close to a person in over a hundred years. I can smell a trace of sodium telloate, but only a trace. She hasn't bathed for a few days. She squeezes me tight, and I forgot what this feels like. My body produces a fleeting sensation of warmth. I move down the elevator shaft, and we land as quietly as possible, remaining still. It's dead down here. But the power is on. Someone must have been here. Or still is. As we make our way through the eviscerated research center, I notice Anna taking it all in. She seems almost familiar with the space. Clovis was an animal, sure, but what he discovered and built is incredible, she breathes. Never heard her speak so highly of the old man. She forgets that I was there. Doesn't realize the hand he played in our future even centuries ago. This way, she calls out, running ahead. After walking through several corridors, we come to a familiar dead end. And still there. Clarity control. I dreaded seeing it again. Practically a standing testament to all the bad Clovis ever did. I want to get away from it, but Anna is fixated. Hey, you ready? We need to keep going, I say. She snaps back to reality. Uh, yeah, sorry. Finally, we find it. The place where Exos were born. Anna covers her nose as we're greeted with a rotten smell. Slowly, we turn the corner and see a decomposing corpse desperately clinging to a lever on a console. The drifter, Anna says. Hard to tell how long he's been here. We pry his hand from the console and carry him out of the room to try and purge the stench. What do you think he was doing here? I ask. Most likely the same thing we are. Anna says, plugging in her drive. But he failed. Probably for the best. He doesn't deserve another chance. It's depressing seeing him like that, all alone down here. Anna works the console. Uploading now. Should be out of here soon. Grab that lever for me. I pull down, and the latch opens. Releasing radiolarian fluid into an empty pool nearby, and I catch Anna staring at the spot where we found the drifter's body. You ever think about 
what we could have done differently, she poses. All the time, I think. Not really, is what I say. So much of this death and destruction stems back to us, to our family. I know Clovis was responsible for a lot. He had a hand in bringing darkness to this world. How do you know that? I ask. I, uh, I found a journal the last time I was here. It's old, and half the pages were torn out, but it had a lot of information about him that was salvageable. Of course, she has been here before. Clearly, she's not telling me the whole truth. What else was in it? I ask. Outside of the redacted memos and experiments, there were stories and recollections of our family. It's all from his perspective, so he was never the villain in his story. But still, maybe he wasn't as bad as we thought. He seemed to care about us in his own way. Really? He did some good, Elsie. I was there, Anna. I saw the things he did. He was delusional. Of course he was never the villain of his own story. We sit for a while and wait in silence. The pool begins to bubble, and Anna jumps to her feet as a sleek metal hand emerges from the fluid, and slowly the exo rises. Silky liquid drips from the tendrils that conjoin the parts. Eventually, it takes its first step out of the pool. Red? Anna asks timidly. Its head turns. Glowing eyes of scarlet meet ours, and it speaks. Russian. <laughs> Welcome back, old friend, Anna says. We're in business. And that's the end of that reading. So yeah, I I think this is leading more to that idea that the bombardment is the the crashing of Morningstar. Just just from the just from the the beginning of that uh, that entry. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, everyone's been in here. The drifter's been in here. What the fuck's she doing? <laughs> like uh, yeah, this is uh this is a very dead, uh, deep stone crypt. Um, and Anna's gonna put a Rasputin in an EXO and yeah. bring it to life and say, let's rock and roll. And, uh, a, a couple of interesting things here. The, the first one being that presumably in the Lost Light chapter that we read from the Grimoire, Anna's the first one that's ever been in the Deepstone Crypt at that point. Like it's frozen right. over. She has to thaw it I think, out. I think you're right. I think that, uh, um, again, thinking thinking of the idea of like Aramis wanted to get into the Deep Stone Crypt to create an EXO to do whatever she wanted to do. In this particular history, Clovis saw that as a direct threat, and that never happened. Yeah. Uh, and and he brought Morningstar down the bombardment, and now it's just he killed everyone. He killed every Elixni that was on Europa. Uh, and it all just froze over, or or maybe the drifter did it. You think the drifter pulled that lever? Well, the the lever seems to be for the exo manufacturing. 
Okay, that's I was I was thinking that as well. I just didn't know if we wanted to rule that out as a possibility. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like there wouldn't be a way for a third party to bring Morningstar down. Like I'm sure so Clovis had that protocols and all yeah. that. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, maybe Elsie could, um, but certainly not someone that isn't of the Bray family. With she, she might be able to with Ted Faro's Omega's clearance. Wait, wrong story. <laughs> wrong story. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a lot of similarities. Wrong story. It's super uh, similar. Like it's, it's. I, I swear. It, it playing, playing Horizon and Destiny at the, kind of the same time. It, it feels like when you're watching the Matrix movies, and then every once in a while you throw in the Terminator, and you're like, huh. These timelines kind of <laughs> coincide. This is weird. This is weird. Uh, but no, so it, it makes me wonder, though, if Anna was the first one to open the Deepstone Crypt, and after she opened it and regained her memories, which she, I think, is attributing to this journal she found, um, yep. she then went back to Elsie, brought Elsie back to the Deepstone Crypt to resurrect Rasputin in an exo body, which... She has the same plan in our timeline and was successful in a very different way in our timeline. Yep. Uh, it wasn't just pull the lever and he pops out of a pool. Um, but the, the drifter's body is, I think, a clue that we should be looking at because his body has been there after Anna opened the Deepstone Crypt, but before they came back with Elsie, but it's new enough that it's decomposed enough to smell bad, which means it hasn't, it's not like skeletal. It's not an ancient corpse. Right. So you, th you think he was trying to create an exo of himself? I, he's, it certainly seems that way. Like if that's the lever to start the exo process and he was, you know, he was, his body was, was draped over it. Um, that would be what I would think he's trying to do. I wonder if Anna's maybe responsible for the state he's found in. Oh, shit. Like, she went to him first, knowing that he knows as much as he knows about darkness, or how much he says he knows about darkness, and right. was like, hey, come help me with this. And he realized something at some point in time, and was like, Nah, and she was like, nah, this, and blast him. Right, like, you're going to tell me that he just so happened to go to the Deepstone Crypt after she right. opened it <laughs> and got to the Exo, the, the Exo manufacturing area and mysteriously died at the control panel to be found by Anna, who's returning. <laughs> that's, that's a bummer, moves body. Oh, yeah. Well. You want to help me with this lever? The fact that she was still just kind of like spacing out, staring oh. at where his body was. Yeah. I don't She's know. very much like, that sucked. This moving this a, right along. This is a tad <laughs> suspicious. It is. It at now looking now looking at it, it absolutely is. At first I was like, huh, <laughs> that's weird. Now when you look at all the evidence, you're like, oh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so suddenly all those crime dramas my wife's watching or <laughs> help all those skills are kicking in now like oh shit. It was the first guy with with a no name tag thing that killed everyone. Yeah. That's yeah. who it was. 
So, uh, yeah, just, just a little suspect, a little suspect is all. Um, but yeah, so they have succeeded presumably in bringing Rasputin back in an exo frame. Uh, and Elsie is kind of seeing this as a little glimmer of, of hope, a little, a little light at the end of the tunnel is like, Oh, maybe, maybe we've got something here with the war mine working with us. And so we go into chapter three of the dark future, which is titled towerless. And it goes like this. I keep thinking about the drifter in the basement of the deep stone crypt and wondering when that will be me. Would I have ended up dead, alone and rusting away if Anna hadn't found me? The last city looks worse than I remembered. Buildings leveled and edifices stripped above their vibrancy pollute what was once the last vestige of hope mankind had. The commerce, the children, the bustling life, all gone. Difficult to think about that day, the bombardment. We were hit on all sides, Aramis, the Cabal, Savathun, all attacking our strongholds at once. We never recovered. When the Dark Guardians turned on Aramis and the Cabal, everyone who wasn't killed went into hiding. Rasputin says something in Russian that I miss, and Anna laughs. Is that what it's like to be with friends again, I wonder, as I stare off at the empty sky where the tower once stood? You were close with the vanguard, right? I ask. I don't know if I'd say close. We had a working relationship. They trusted me. Still, must have been nice. Closest thing to a family. If Zavala could hear that, she trails off. A pensive expression rounds out the lines on her face. What was ours like? Our family? Before all this? Didn't your research tell you, Anna? You were with them. With us. You know what they were really like. I, I don't... I don't know. We... we were a family. Can you just try a little for me? You know I don't remember anything. You... you got to spend time with them. You must be able to tell me something. Anything. What did mom's hair look like? What was dad's favorite song? I don't remember everything. Clovis made sure of that. Then tell me what you do know. I don't want to have this discussion. You don't have the right to keep this from me. It was my life, too. I said, drop it, Anna. From behind us, we hear the readying of a rifle. Anna looks to me and inches her fingers towards her weapon. We don't want trouble, she says. My hand goes frosty with stasis while Rasputin's fists clench. You came to the wrong place, the rifleman says. Anna cocks her head and faces him. Zavala? I turn to get a look. Before us stands the once proud commander of the vanguard, disheveled in rags. 
His ghastly white beard is as thick as a steel door, and from the looks of him a gentle breeze would knock him off his crutch and one remaining leg. They must have taken his ghost, too. Sad to see the deterioration of a body that's been stripped of its light. Commander, you're alive! Anna exclaims. But he doesn't lower his rifle. It's me, Anna, she says. But his expression never changes. We have a plan to take down Savathun. We need to speak with Ikora Ray. Is she here? I ask. He grimaces. She is, he says, and points with his rifle towards the floatsome of the tower. Buried deep under that. And that's the end of that lore card. Sounds like everybody's lightless in this future. We're dead. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, and we have a little bit more about the bombardment. It seems like it's an, it was an all-out attack, all fronts. Like, it wasn't just one thing or another. It wasn't just the city or just Morningstar. It was everything. We were hit on all sides. Aramis, the Cabal, Savathun. Everyone hit all at once. Every single enemy of human humankind, humanity, in the soul system just said, let's go. Team, team, team A, hit there. Team B, hit here. Team C, hit there. All win. All profit. Yay. Um, and it seems like um, the, the Dark Guardians were either trained by or trained under Aramis. Um, uh, because it talks about them turning on her. And so, like, maybe they were in on the whole thing, and then were like, ah, we're going to rule again with the warlords. Yeah, dark past is great for dark future. No, it's not. <laughs> it all ends up bad. Um, so, yeah, like, it, I mean, it. what do you, what do, you do again, against a paracausal god killer? Like, <laughs> you, you yeah, just kind I mean... of get out of his way. <laughs> It, it's interesting. So it sounds like, yeah, like the bombardment in this case, curiously enough, the witness is not included in the list of people that attacked us. Yeah. So again, thinking to the idea of Sabathun stealing the traveler away, like maybe, maybe that worked. Maybe, maybe she just sped up her timeline and did it the same time that Aramis was doing her thing. And now the witness really doesn't have a way to do anything. Well, there, there's a couple things that come to mind here. So um, if the Guardians were dealing with Aramis, so let, let, let's try and attribute it to our timeline a little bit because I'm sure it had a similar sequence of events, just obviously the results were different. So sure. Aramis has stasis. Okay. We're never able to defeat her. We're... we're at a st- we're in a stalemate with Aramis. Okay. Because nobody, because nobody, because Elsie's not there to like teach us and coach us along with it. Right. Right. We, we never are able to use stasis. We're just trying to use the light against Aramis. Maybe, maybe our guardian, the, the guardian falls in battle because they have no way to, to counter her in, in the final fight against Aramis. Oh, sure. And she just frees us up and locks us up. Yeah. And so every guardian that comes up against her is, just sees this this horde of iced-up guardians like, well, shit, they couldn't do it. What am I supposed to do? And then gets frozen up themselves. So we have, we have this fight with Aramis. 
as we're fighting her, you know, she hasn't been defeated. Our forces are still concentrated on her. As we're fighting her, you have Keitel rolling in. Oh, yeah. Because she rolls in literally the next mm-hmm. season of Beyond Light with, with The Chosen. And remember, originally, she was, you know, not as antagonistic against us as, say, Gaul, but she was not friendly. Like, we, we kind of right. had to force her hand with the initial, you know, act of diplomacy. If she rolled in and there was no one to really put up much of a resistance against her, she may have thrown in her lot with Aramis and be like, you're dealing with the light bearers. You're, you're clearly the most powerful in the system. I'm going to join you so you can help protect my people. Now that's those two. And then Savathun rolls, you know, Savathun sees the opportunity of they're, they're the weakest they've ever been fighting you know, fighting enemies that have uh, allied themselves against them. No one can stop me if I just poof the traveler out of the city. Yep. Everyone's busy dealing with this shit. Poof the traveler out. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's that domino effect of like, yep. if if we, if, if Elsie hadn't taught us stasis, we wouldn't have been able to use stasis against Aramis to take her down, to kind of show Kyle like, hey, we're kind of a force to be reckoned with, to kind of like slow her down and be like, oh, well, maybe I maybe I want to kind of join forces with these guys to fight against uh, the thing that took Tora Bottle from me, and then you know Savathun speeds up her timeline, like does her whole devotion thing, and 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 maybe she doesn't necessarily needed to become a a light bearer to to whisk the traveler away because I don't I don't know that that um, right. her whole idea of like whisking the traveler away I don't know that that is dependent on her gaining the light I know she's studying the light in her throne world uh, but I think that that is an independent thing yeah uh, I I think so as well so yeah so maybe so yeah so maybe you're right maybe like all these little domino effects of like this happened so now this happened so now this happened like I mean that. Uh, shit that makes sense like that just <laughs> that that i feel like that's a thing and so now like when all these forces combined are weakened now all these guardians that are coming into the to the to fight aramis and seeing all these other guardians just kind of frozen in place and they're like well let's strike a deal why don't you teach me how to do that and i'll join your side yeah and so now you're getting this corruption thing and 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 yeah and so then once they do finally kind of get in her good graces type thing of like, okay, now we're going to, now we're going to attack the city. Now we're going to turn. And then the bombardment happens, all forces unleash hell on everything. And then all the dark guardians are like, okay, thanks for helping and turn around and start wiping out everyone they're working with. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's this, that all, that all seems to make sense. At least again, in this, in this timeline of events that are happening here. Mm -hmm. Um, and and some of some of the guardians have survived, uh, but are lightless, like uh, Anna and Zavala, uh, and mm-hmm. legless apparently. Uh, apparently, yeah. <laughs> some of them are dead. Drifter, like uh, Ikora, Ikora, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> Zavala, she's over there under all that. Well, shit. <laughs> Guess we'll have to yep. talk to somebody else. Yeah, what do you what do you do when the smartest person in the in the galaxy is dead? Yeah, I guess I could go find Osiris. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh. <laughs> but so yeah, all these dominoes have kind of fallen, and and the the culmination of all of all of these hits, kind of boom, 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 is the bombardment. 
uh, which probably included, uh, you know, Morningstar or, uh, you know, Clovis presumably no longer being around because he hasn't talked to either of the two sisters there in Deep Stone. Yeah. There's no way that he just let them waltz through and be right. like, and I'd be like, hey, you, <laughs> Legacy, yeah. come talk to me. So, yeah, I would not be surprised if Clovis went self-destruct and said, you know, if I can't have my secrets, no one can. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so they, they have the, they have Rasputin. They're like, hey, we need to, we need to formulate a plan. We need to work with somebody to figure out how to, how to help fix things. Uh, and it seems like their main um, person that they're trying to attack here is Savathun because Presumably, the Cabal and the Elixni are wiped out completely by this Dark Guardian faction. That's what it seems like. And then, and then there's like the idea of like if they take out Savathun, they can possibly get the Traveler back. Like, again, kind yeah. of relating it to our own timeline of like what 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 we know has happened in our timeline and what could have happened uh, to lead to these events in this timeline. Yep. Yeah. So uh, they come to the city or the ruins of the city going, okay, if we can get Ikora, like she can help us formulate a plan. That was her thing was information network and, and being able to smart, smart warlock in the galaxy, man, know, know the next 10 steps. And well, she's not what around. Was, what was the game she played with Zavala? Uh, I don't know exactly what it was, but I, I want to say it was go. Or something similar. It was like it was. Go yeah. or Shogi or something similar to that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. When you said next 10 steps, that's what made me think of that. And I was like, yeah, she's, I mean, she's always been 10 steps. And and even in her games with Zavala, she's always been that 10 steps ahead. But like, I mean, there's only so far ahead you can plan before a building <laughs> falls on you. So, I mean, there's that. Yeah. So that leads us to chapter four, titled Unguarded, which picks up. In the midst of the same conversation, uh, they've just learned that Ikora is no longer an uh, option for an ally. And it goes like this. We stare at Zavala in disbelief. He's so clinical, emotionless, like everything I've ever heard about him. Some things never change. Ikora's gone? Anna asks, along with everything else, whatever you have come to find, it is not here. Best you go. No, wait, we could, we could use your help, Anna pleads. And he turns and hobbles away on his crutch. Anna throws up her hands in frustration and I shake my head, but she follows him with Rasputin at her side. Commander, this is... All goes back to Savathun. We can eliminate her for good, and then maybe there's hope. He stops. There isn't. You can't just walk away. Ikora wouldn't, she says. And Zavala turns to Anna. You're just like her. Always were. Stubborn and self-righteous. That's how she ended up there. He points to the rubble again. Keep going, and you'll meet the same fate. I'm sure Savathun would happily abide. Anna 
This is seeking blood from a stone. Let's go, I say. Surely she sees how broken he is. I'm not leaving. Without Ikora, he is all we've got. He doesn't want to help us. And that's because he's a coward, Anna screams at him. A coward. Did I did everything I could to save the city and her. But we were at odds, just like the two of you. It, it was our downfall, Zavala says. He shakes his head and sighs. Looks like it will be yours as well. Commander, I don't command anything anymore. That quiets us. I never had the opportunity to apologize, to make things right. The next time I saw her, it was too late. Don't make the same mistakes I have. And I see how much this pains, Anna. Fine. I guess I'll help her. Anna doesn't recall this, I say. But our father, what I remember of him, was a stubborn man. He and I would fight all the time. But I never walked away without telling him that I loved him. And the one time I forgot, he never came back. We make mistakes, Zavala, all of us. We won't repeat yours this time if we fight together, I say. And Zavala looks me up and down. So you're the fabled Elizabeth Bray. I take it. I am. We could have used you sooner. Like when the pyramids arrived, Anna chimes in. Our troubles began long before they showed up, Zavala says. They were just the leaves of a tree planted long ago. The vanguard ran some cloak-and-dagger missions a while back in the Black Garden. We tried to suppress the Black Heart. It ended up corrupting the Guardians who came into contact with it. From there out, Dark Guardians spawned, and darkness slowly spread. I'm here now. That's all that matters. Who's the other Exo? Zavala asks, looking past me. And Rasputin announces himself. You have the war mind. Incredible. Still, why would you need my help? He is infinitely more capable than me. Rasputin is a weapon, but we need to know where to point him, Anna replies. Which is why we could use whatever information you have to find Savathun. We thought that if we could ally with darkness and light, we might stand a chance. Find symmetry 
where staunchness failed, I propose. That old song, he muses. Even if I could help, the war mind won't be enough. Not for what lies beyond, Savathun. She is only a pawn. Meaning what? You want the real witch. You want Eris Morn. And that's the end of that chapter. Yeah. The green witch. The real green witch. Uh, well, we were a little bit wrong about Darkness Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Turns out it goes all the way back to D1. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, again, makes a whole lot of sense as to why that was the first thing we needed to do, was take that thing out. Rip out the black heart. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And now you've removed, or removed the route darkness guardians came into being originally certainly guardians can still be corrupted but not in mass and i think that's what's interesting so far throughout this entire timeline they're mentioning little points in history through our history in game where we where we player you know vip 2014 has dealt with said threat you know, we've dealt mm-hmm. with Aramis. We've dealt with the Cabal. We've dealt with Savathun. We've dealt with the Black Heart. Everything here comes back to us, the player guardian, having dealt with something. And so these are, it's, it's, I think this is like the seeds of like, what can I prevent being planted in Elsie's brain? And, and so she's looking at all these things. And, and like, again, this one mentioned here, uh, the, the Vanguard cloak and dagger missions and, and corrupted guardians spawned from it. And then darkness slowly spread from there. That's where I think she gets the original idea of, Hey, maybe I need to go find a guardian that can deal with this, that can, sh- that can shut it down, that can kill the black heart and then go from there and see what, what, what else can I prevent? Like, are there other things I can prevent? So again, still, still kind of coming back to that overarching, how do I stop this dark future from happening? How do I stop these different timelines that I've seen from happening? And these are all different points in time that she can point to and go, okay, here's something bad. Let's try this. Did that work? No. Okay, let's reset it again. Here's another event. Let's try here. Did that work? Yes. Cool. But then it caused this to happen. All right, now let's go see if we can reset that. So it's, I, I do like this. It's, it's still... It's still going through all these different ideas and these different points, these different key moments in time uh, where in, in this storyline, everything has gone left where we went right. Um, and she's trying to get everything to go right. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, yeah we're, we're seeing some of those kind of touchstones as we, as we progress. But man, can you imagine if, like, if Guardians had gone, like, to the Black Heart and like nobody succeeded. Like, what if we didn't rip out the black right. heart? What if, what if like when we got there, we got as corrupted as Ultron did when he when he and 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 um, Julian, God, I'm, I'm forgetting his name, Julian. Yep. Uh, when when the two of them had gone through, like, because we know it 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 fucked with their heads bad. Oh, yeah. Like, Julian still has PTSD from that shit, and Ultron. I think the only reason why he doesn't has PTSD is because he's dead and he got reset. <laughs> right. Like. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting to know he Zavala said that the vanguard 
are the ones that investigated yeah. the black heart. So if if the Exo Stranger, you know, in our timeline, the Exo Stranger showed up and pointed us at Black Heart Bad, yep. go deal with it. So if if the Exo Stranger hadn't been around to do that, who knows how long it took the Vanguard to learn That's about right. it and to go try and deal with it. By that point, it could have been much more mature. Full, um, fully corrupted the entire garden, like right. So divisive soul praetor i always get the two of them fucked well, up it's one or the other <laughs> whichever one is in the garden uh could now spread through the entire garden and now everything in there is fully under darkness control um and and again like and we talked about this in our light and darkness saga or series um where like the witness kind of wants that final shape and in the in the unveiling books, the final shape seems to be the Vex. Like it's, that's the one thing that always, that the universe always comes back to. That's like, that is the final shape. Like that is the idea of, of perfection, I guess. It's the simplest thing. Like everything has been narrowed down to that one thing. And it's just this one life form that exists. And so there it is. And, and all universes go dark with the Vex, you know, I don't want to say winning, but being the final thing that exists in, in a universe. And so that's, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, that's still crazy to think that like, if, and, 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 and again, tying it back into if Elsie hadn't come and told us about the black heart and said, Hey, go deal with that. This is what would have happened. Like there are dark guardians running around killing everyone. Like, holy shit. So, so then, so then it comes down to like, if there were dark guardians running around, they didn't necessarily need to like fight Aramis. They just went and joined her. They were just there. Like there was no battle with Aramis. Yeah. I mean, that's even more, that's even more fucking crazy. Well, there was a battle with Aramis eventually. Like they, they did eventually turn on her and the cabal oh, sure, and, sure, and all sure, that. Sure. But yep. yeah, they presumably they allied themselves with them as another faction of enemies of the light. Yeah. 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 So holy shit. <laughs> like yeah. what what the hell? So we're that brings us to the next chapter of the Dark Future book uh called Almighty Once. And you might be able to guess where this is chapter is going to take place. Uh but it goes like this. We follow Zavala back to his home, inside the wreckage of the Almighty that had crashed long ago. Do you remember this, Warmind? Our great success, Zavala says, and gives us a half-smile weighted down by years of reclusiveness. And our final victory. Rasputin finds his way over to a console and plugs in. There are files in there I've been trying to decrypt for years. Maybe you'll have better luck, Zavala says. He lights a fire and prepares a kettle. I I can't imagine Eris, Anna says, her voice trailing off in shock. Eris wasn't special. She was corrupted as easily as the rest. She came to me after finding an artifact inside a pyramid on the moon and deceived us all. The bombardment was her masterstroke, proving that the darkness destroys all it touches. 
My sister shoots me a knowing and somewhat hopeful glance. What happened that day? It's been impossible to find accurate recounts, Anna says. We were outnumbered. When the witch queen found me, she called me the non-believer as she tore my leg from its joint and pulled the light from my ghost, discarding me like trash. Ikora had it worse. I looked to Anna, who was hanging on every word, fighting back tears. The urge to console her rushes up from the pit of my stomach, but I repress the sensation. I wasn't meant for that. I looked up to the traveler, hoping it would be our salvation from this atrocity. But instead, it just left, abandoned us when we needed it most. I wanted to reach out and grab it, make it stay, make it save us as we always thought it would, but it, it was gone. And the cabal forces crumbled the rest of the city. Rasputin interrupts him. Uh, what was that, Red? Anna asks. Did he say what I think he said? I ask, perking up. He says Gaul's plans to ensnare the Traveler and harvest its light, the, the blueprints, they're all here. He, he's copying them now. My mind races, and Zavala has been sitting on a gold mine. Looks like you might get your chance to capture the Traveler after all, I propose. We bring it back here, make it fight, and restore the light. You need to find it first, Anna says. There's a hesitation in her voice, as if she actually doesn't like this plan. Rasputin chimes in again, in Russian. What's he saying? Zavala asks. He can track it. The, the Traveler. Clovis installed the capability as a failsafe in case it ever tried to run off. Uh, even with Red tracking it, we need an army to build Gaul's device, Anna says pessimistically. Anna, this is as good a shot as we're going to get. Did you drag me all this way just to give up now, I ask. Uh, no. No, you're right. We can figure this out. Zavala smiles faintly while watching us. What do you say, Commander? One last ride for Ikora? Anna knows just what to say. I suppose, Zavala says. If this is the end of the world, we might as well go down swinging. Anna's eyes light up. We'll still need that army. I know of someone in command of an army who has a bone to pick with Eris, Zavala says. We need to find Mara Sov. And that's the end of that chapter. This this future just keeps getting worse and worse, man. Like, 
so I mean, <laughs> shit. <laughs> it is the dark future. Like, it <laughs> it's not yeah. the happy rainbow future. <laughs> it's not. It is not the happy rainbow future. But holy shit, it keeps getting worse. Like, we keep coming up with these ideas of like, oh, well, maybe this. Okay, well, that makes sense. No, 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 no. Eris finds something in the pyramid ship on the moon and goes dark. Like, full dark. Like, yeah. beyond light dark. Ha, like, ha, ha. she's a uh, disciple dark. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> What, what the, oh my, like, what do you do against Eris Morn, disciple of the witness? Like, what the fuck? Apparently you don't win. You don't. You just lose. That's, that's it. No day one completing that raid. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. So er- Eris was the, the kind of the what what would you call that the linchpin of of the of the downfall of of the yeah. guard and it seems like even Sabathun didn't like spool away the traveler the traveler saw this and was like bye yeah <laughs> yeah traveler so, just yeah, like it's did to us what it did to all the others and it it's yep gone off elsewhere which i guess might explain yep. why the witness isn't here now you know sure his, sure. his forces are still in the solar system with control of the solar system. And now he's chasing the traveler to wherever it's gone next. Yep. Cause they, and they even mentioned the, the pair, we, we could have used you when the pyramid showed up yep. type thing. So again, pointing out another point in history where Eris or, uh, uh, Elsie actually does help us. Like when the pyramids show up and Elsie's there and she's like, Hey, this is a thing we need to deal with. Like it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just we need to start working on a way to deal with this. And that, uh, that that's, being stasis. That's another interesting point. So Zavala in this timeline, uh, even after being abandoned by the traveler, uh, he he has not come to the conclusion that like okay, both the light and the dark suck equally. Or, you know, he, he's come to the conclusion. He still is very, like, dark is bad. If anything touches he, it, it is, is bad. Yeah, he is. And and he even says so as much in this one of, like, I wish I could have stopped the Traveler from going away. Help make it keep, stay here and fight with us. So he's, he's still very much attached to the Traveler, very much attached to the light. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, now in game, after after having lived through the events of... of uh, uh, Oh God! What season? Season of the Haunted, um, dealing yeah. with his past of his wife and his son, and the and their loss. Um, he he like I think nowadays Zavala isn't very much. I think he's more of the gray area Zavala. Like he's still I don't think he's still fully on board with darkness, but he's not like, hey, darkness bad, right? No touchy. So yeah, it's but in this timeline he's very like. Darkness has taken everything from him. It's taken the traveler from him. It's 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 taken his. It's taken everything. Like it's it, he's living in the shell that was left over by the by the big event. And I'm trying to remember when that event was. Was that pre Shadow Keep? So that that's a good question. It was a uh, season of the worthy. 
was when I'm pretty because we we activated all the Rasputin bunkers so that Rasputin could shoot That's it right. down. Um, That's right, and all the pyramids were coming in inside the yep. bunkers. We saw the the mural of all the lights coming across. Yep. So that so would that have been would've after been Shadow Keep. After Shadow Keep, but before Beyond Light. Yes. Yep. Because because it, it was it was that then arrivals then Beyond Light. Yep. And it's it's fun to see them reference like, hey, the the light uh, capturing technology, the blueprints for it are here on the Almighty, because in our timeline. Yes, that is where they came from. Like the Scions got those blueprints from our timelines almighty, but had time to distribute them amongst themselves to have that tech be out in the wild. Whereas here it was still undiscovered. Yep. So that's just kind of a cool little, little more, more reference points. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Anna is the one that comes across the scions stealing the technology in the almighty. Yes. And says that the navigation system is, is blown. So yeah, it's, it's again, kind of all coming back to these, to the brays. Like it's, it's, it's crazy how integral their lives are to like the entire destiny timeline. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, but needless to say, they, they now have, a glimmer of a hope. They're like, okay, we can find the traveler because Rasputin was originally built to potentially try and shoot the traveler out of the sky and replace it. As we learned in and season of the Seraph. I was going to say, well, not just season of the Seraph. We, we talked about that through our, during our Clovis yep. Uh, yep. Uh, stuff. Like Clovis specifically wanted to, to have the war mind replace the traveler. Cause he didn't like the idea of the traveler. He, he wanted some type of control there and to, mm-hmm. and Rasputin for, for Clovis at least was that level of control. So they, they know, okay, Rasputin can track it. We now have a way to capture it. We just got to build this thing. And apparently Marasov is still out there kicking with some, you know, unknown number of awoken still under her control. Uh, and they're like, well, if it's the end of the world, we might as well give it all we got. And uh, that yeah. brings us to chapter six, which is titled a matter of trust. And it goes like this. We've been traveling for a few days now, tracking Marasov based on her last correspondence with Zavala. The signal was further out than we had anticipated. Uh, you got a minute? Anna asks, knocking on the entrance to my quarters. Sure. I, I just want to say thank you. Yeah, coming with me, helping me convince Zavala. I admit it's been inspiring seeing Zavala's new, renewed purpose, even though he's chosen to keep the ratty beard. I I couldn't have come this far without you, she finishes. It has been nice being with her, I think, despite the circumstances. It's odd having a sister again after all this time. Just doing my part, I reply aloud. Anna stares off. I can tell she wants something. So I wait. I need one more thing from you, she says. There it is. I need you 
to show me how you use stasis. Elsie, your proof that it's not inherently evil. It can be controlled. You show me how, and people will see it's possible. And here, I was hoping we'd move past this. I'm not a figurehead for some movement, Anna. Stasis isn't something you simply control. There's constant temptation. I struggle still to this day. Using it takes time, discipline, and even I still haven't mastered it yet. I don't know that I ever will, I say. We will, and when we do, all the deniers will vanish. We'll get our world back. We deserve to get it back. Anna, we deserve what we got. Speak for yourself. Countless people died while you sat on the sidelines and watched everything fall apart. If you only knew, Anna, the, the darkness, always an excuse. You want, you want to do your part? Then step up and actually help me with this. I'm trying to. What is this really about, Anna? You just don't get it. And she storms out, leaving a fuming wake behind. I catch a glimpse of Zavala in the corridor. He was listening. You're using stasis, Zavala asks condescendingly. Oh, I get to hear it from you too now. Okay, okay. When there was a vanguard, I thought I had all the answers. Perhaps that was our undoing. I know now that commanding has as much to do with giving orders as it does listening to others' needs. Don't be like I was, angry and trying to control everything. Listen to your sister. Consider why she's asking this of you. I have. We're here. Approaching now, Anna calls out, her voice echoing down the corridor. Hoped I'd never see this thing again as long as I lived, Zavala says as we come face to face with the Leviathan. And that's the end of that chapter. Marasov just chilling on the Leviathan now? This is a crazy future. <laughs> Craziness. Uh, Anna's very much obsessed with stasis, which kind of has me concerned. Like, just a bit, just a bit. I don't know. Like, like the level of like neediness coming right. from Anna and all this is, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a little much. A little much. Um, no, nah, it, it's it's concerning. I'll say concerning for now. Like, it's I don't have I don't really have one idea one way or another here, but it's definitely concerning. Yeah. Uh, and again, looking at it from the other side, looking at Elsie's side of it, like she's holding back on purpose, and 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 I think she's worried. Like I, I, I that's that's the only that's that's the only idea that I can have as far as Elsie's point of view is is just being worried for her sister, uh, being worried what what I mean she, she in this future they've seen what dark guardians are like they're bad 
Um, nobody seems to be able to to fully control it, and even Elsie says she struggles with it and and fights it, and so it's it's it, yeah. It, I don't know. It's it's I'm I'm kind of torn between the two. Like on the one hand, I'm like Elsie, just teach her the shit. Like she'll be the badass. <laughs> you'll be the sister duo, and you'll conquer the world. But on the other hand, I'm like, no, wait, don't teach it to her because it might go bad, and she might kill us all. Like uh, I don't know. Uh, well, say, well, we ponder those questions because I'm sure those are the same things going through Elsie's head. Like they've seen Absolutely. corrupted guardians. They've seen what they can do. Uh, Absolutely. But at the same time, like that it's power, it's power to fight back. And even, even Zavala is kind of like my, my folly in believing that I knew what was right is, is partly to blame for the situation we're in so maybe trust her yeah that's uh, that's a tough spot that's a tough it's, spot it's and and it's interesting too because like that's like the one the one point so far in this timeline that we've seen Zavala have been like eh maybe stasis isn't so bad like he he like he walks in on, and talks down to her about it like oh you're using it too like yeah. <laughs> but I, I think he still very yeah. much has has a, a a bias against it because he's seen it, it, dark power do terrible things. But yeah, again, it's that it, it's the end of the world. Like what, what else is there yeah. to lose? You know, <laughs> all, all hands on deck. Let's go down swinging. Yeah. So that brings us to uh, chapter seven of the dark future titled commandeered. Um, and I think this is going to be our last chapter of the night. It's going to be a little shorter episode, but I, I feel like it's going to flow better to have this broken up into two after this point. So, uh, yeah, that works. But this chapter goes like this. Commander Zavala, it's good to see you, or what remains of you. Queen Marasov says with a cutting elegance as we exit our ship and board the Leviathan. I had believed you dead. Part of me was. I am glad to have found you, Zavala replies. And we are in need of allies. And I see you bring the Bray sisters. I bow. It's good to see you again, my queen. I learned in my time with her, before everything collapsed, that the queen is particular about her customs. Mara smiles back at me. And you, my friend. Where's Callus? Zavala asks. We are unsure of his whereabouts, a problem for another day. She's surrounded by Cabal and Fallen working alongside what's left of the Awoken army. I had heard some had defected to Eris after Mara's failed assaults. Everyone has lost so much to the Dark Armies. I am surprised you don't have the Vex here as well, Anna says discourteously. An attempt at humor, my queen... I say, nudging Anna, in the hopes of conveying to her that the queen expects respect. The Vex are trapped in time by our betrayer and her dark army, Mara says. We have something that we believe can turn the tide, 
Zavala says, gesturing towards Rasputin. The war mind can locate the traveler using Clovis Bray's tracking algorithm. We know how to capture the traveler once we find it, but we'll need your army to build the harness. I have slowly been gathering forces in preparation of striking back at Eris and the Witch Queen. I would invite you to join our ranks and swear allegiance, but I can smell the aroma of darkness around you, Mara says, her gaze resting on me. My queen, I say, lowering my head, I am wielding stasis, but we want the same end to survive this. I can tell she's unconvinced. Elizabeth, you once asked me to pick a side, even if it was the wrong one. Tell me, did you choose correctly? She asks. I should hope so, since I am at your side once more. Mora and Zavala exchange a loaded glance, and he nods, offering his approval. Do not mistake my hospitality for trust, she says. You will earn it on the battlefield. I bow again. Anna does not. Later, as I approach the queen's quarters, I overhear Zavala. We have to be aware. I do not fully trust her. I think she has a thirst for darkness. We will do our best to keep a close eye on that one, Mara responds. How could they still not trust me? If things go south, I'll do it myself. Anna is a friend, after all. Oh. What are they saying? Anna whispers, startling me as she appears next to me. Nothing, I say. Let's go. Is there a spy in our midst? Mara calls out. We weren't quiet enough, I guess. Uh, no, ma'am. We were just coming in to talk strategy, Anna says as we enter the room. Quick thinking on her part. The Leviathan presents some interesting possibilities. My forces are constructing the harness as we speak. No matter what advantages you believe we have, we are still underprepared for the threat we face. Eris Morn is, a, is powerful in ways even I do not comprehend. She is using the darkness to its full potential. What if we were able to do the same, but with the light, I propose? Through the unending expanse of space, we see a soft light, a beacon, the Traveler. There you are, Zavala says to himself as Mara and her makeshift army ready themselves. As we approach, I am awestruck. I forgot how massive it is, and we have only one shot at this. Red says he's able to access some of the ship's higher functions and weaponry, dormant satellite arrays as well, 
could prove useful, Anna says. Some good news, finally, Zavala exhales. Elizabeth. Suddenly, Zavala collapsed to the floor, grabbing his head and screaming loud enough to echo through the Leviathan. What has happened? Damara demands. I, I don't know, he just fell, Anna responds. His eyes open wide, and he calms, and then he speaks. We need you. Return to us. Is he... Is he speaking to the Traveler? You chose us before. Please, give us another chance. He closes his eyes and rubs his head. It intends to run, Zavala says, standing and regaining his composure. What are we going to do? Anna asks. Zavala releases a deep, focused breath. We're going to take it back by force. Launch the harness, Marasov commands as her crew gets to work. It fires as the traveler becomes aware, burning with a rich, luminous glow, too bright to look at. I shield my eyes, hoping we built this harness right. The leviathan shakes and I grab onto the wall to keep from falling. And the light fades, and my eyes adjust. And sure enough, the harness has latched onto the sphere like a barnacle, and the six arms grip tight. The leviathan erupts into applause, and I look for Anna, but I can't find her in the mass of bodies. But I do hear Zavala announce pridefully, We're coming home, Ikora. And that's the end of that chapter. Well, um, it worked. It worked. It's, it's odd to hear that, like, there's Cabal and, and Elixney fighting alongside Mara. Like, some of them have defected, so... Yeah. I mean, I guess not all is... Lo- like, again, seeing some similarities between our timeline and this timeline, like, there's, there is an alliance formed, albeit kind of without us. <laughs> well, and probably out of necessity, because if the Dark yeah. Guardians were just murdering all the other murdering. races... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they didn't really have a choice. Through. Yeah, they're just as screwed as we were. <laughs> like, yeah, apparently Dark Guardian, uh, too powerful. Just a bit. Maybe. Just a bit. Maybe. Maybe Stasis ship's a little hot. And it <laughs> needs to be tuned down. <laughs> yeah. No. This is. Uh, yeah. All right. Well. So um, they have succeeded in tracking down the traveler and uh, ensnaring it. And there are some questions about intent from Mara and Zavala. And it's a little unclear, but it almost sounds like they're worried about Anna more than Elsie. But with uh, this triumph uh, of capturing the Traveler as it was going to run again... uh, We are going to end tonight's episode uh, and we will pick up the remainder 
of The Dark Future and Elsie Bray in part two. Well, and I want to touch on one last thing before we close this one out and, and do our ending stuff. Yeah. Um, they talk about Elsie and her dark army being trapped somewhere. Do we think that they're like, and, and specifically trapped in time is what it seemed. I, I think uh, Zavala mentioned it or Mara. I don't remember who mentioned it. Uh, um, so Mara it, had said that Eris has trapped the Vex. Oh, so she, okay, she okay, 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 for, okay. for somehow, some way, for some Vex reason, uh, Eris oh, has, <laughs> Eris has presumably like, walled off the Vex from being able to, to access us. Like they're stuck in their network, yeah. I guess. I mean, yeah. Why not? <laughs> For yeah. some Vex reason. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, alrighty. So Vex, Vex are walled off. Vex aren't even a threat anymore. Traveler's trying to run the hell away. Uh, Eris has gone full dark witch queen um more so than the witch queen <laughs> yep. um dark guardians have torn the universe apart and what's left is uh floating aboard the leviathan yeah that now has a uh traveler attached to it i imagine it like the leviathan had they had that mouth opening right and like the 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 light suppression thing like shot out of it like a <laughs> yeah. tongue and like grabbed hold of it like a Pac-Man style and was like I'ma eat you little traveler waka, and then like waka, waka, wheeled waka. it in and exactly yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just the last dot on the board is all it is and yep um I guess I guess if it's Leviathan it'd be more like centipede eh semantics yeah 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 <laughs> video game inside of a video game um all right well uh yeah uh that kind of that ends part one uh so let's do some shout outs yeah so uh we've got one in shout out in particular that we're gonna go over tonight uh it comes to us from apple podcast uh someone left us a very kind five-star review uh using the username all of my other nicknames were taken uh, isn't, isn't that shitty <laughs> like you go to create a nickname on something you're like oh i've always been zorias i've always been mythborn and then you find something and they're like sorry that's been taken and you're like well i don't want to be zorias one but i guess so and then you put that in and that's taken and you're like god damn it there's no way that all right fine i'll just put in a random number zorias 42069 that's definitely been taken <laughs> uh yeah so it's yeah it's yeah, isn't that yeah. frustrating? Yeah, and then you find out the person that took it hasn't like their account hasn't been active for five years or something. And, Literally yeah. forever. Like yeah. nobody's even touched it. Nobody, they haven't even logged in for five years. And you're like, this is crap. That's my username. Damn it. I know. So digress. We know your pain. All of my other nicknames yes. were taken. Uh, yes. <laughs> but they say, um, I've always loved Destiny's lore, and I really enjoy listening to this podcast. As my fire team's resident lore worm, it's always great to learn something new that I may have missed or overlooked. I really appreciate the two of you, and I absolutely love the podcast. Uh, keep up the amazing work, and I can't wait to hear what you have up next. Well, so thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, we're, we're obviously, we're kind of the same of our fire team. So anytime we go, 
through a, a new raid or, or a new area or something, like we always get feedback from the clan of like, hey, what does that mean? And then I look at Myth and go, I don't know. What does it mean, Myth? <laughs> You've done the homework <laughs> and you have the memory of not a squirrel. So explain it. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 nice. And, and I, I love doing these these readings as well because it's, it's it kind of like refreshes like different points in time for me and, and helps me connect or like if something more recently has been brought up I can I can think back oh yeah I remember reading that about this and this lore entry or something and uh and it's it's nice to be able to have uh uh, uh one place to kind of like get this timeline together yeah so, yeah so um that's our only specific shout out for the evening um but I do want to do a uh, general thank you to all of those that listen. Uh, whether you leave a review or not, we we appreciate you. Uh, for those that do leave reviews, thank you very much. We've gotten up to uh, 4.9 stars out of 5 on both Apple and Spotify last I checked, which is amazing. That's, that's freaking awesome. Uh, and if you feel strongly enough that you do want to leave a text review... Um, you know, please feel free to do so, or you can reach out to us on Twitter at Miss and Stories with a Z instead of an S in Stories, uh, and we we will look there and uh, respond as as we can. So uh, we always like to hear from you guys, uh, and yeah, you Absolutely. may may hear yourself on a future shout out. Yeah, uh, well, I I didn't create a character this time, so uh, I don't I don't have a special thing. <laughs> you, no, you know what. Thank you, Drifter, for whatever the fuck you did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, it was something. That's it. <laughs> something. I don't know what you did, but you did something. Oh. All right. Well, uh, anything else then, Myth? No, that's it. All righty. Well, then from all of us Lore Daddies to all of you Guardians out there, we'll see you next time.